I have something I want to show to you. If you have that, Jared, you can go ahead and just play it. And then we're going to take some time to share with you about the resurrection power of Jesus. And I pray that his resurrection power will be manifested in your life this morning. Amen. There's nothing too far gone for our Jesus. So no matter what you come here this morning with, it ain't a special case for God. Amen. Just open your hearts and get ready to receive what God has in store for you. So it's, an, it's an awesome video here. Praise the Lord. Glory. Glory to God. I don't know who that is, but they did a good job on the video. I wonder if you know it. Don't try to mislead me. Do you know my king? The Bible says he's a king of the Jews. He's a king of righteousness. He's a king of angels. He's a king of heaven. He's a king of glory. He's a king of kings. And he is the Lord of lords. That's my king. He's the fundamental doctrine of truth, theology. He's the miracle. 
Hallelujah. Glory to God. Come on, give the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords a mighty shout of praise. I'm so glad you're here this morning, and I pray that before even you leave out of this place, you'll leave with that for that which you come for in the name of Jesus. Because you know what? It's found in the King of Kings and in the Lord of Lords. God could do for you what no one can. So I'm telling you, you're at the right place this morning. God knew you would be here. And he loves you and he has a wonderful plan for your life. I want you to turn your Bibles to the book of Matthew chapter 28. Hallelujah. Jesus is alive. Amen. Glory be to the name of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. If you're visiting with us this morning, I want to welcome you to the Power Love Church, where healing rivers flow, where people's lives are set free, where we make it our business to expand the kingdom of God. Glory be to God. Thank you, Jesus. What a great hour to be alive. Amen. In the book of Matthew chapter 28, beginning in verse 1, it begins by saying, In the end of the Sabbath, as it began to dawn towards the first day of the week, came Mary Magdalene and the, and the other Mary to see the sepulcher. And behold, there was a great earthquake, for the angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone from the door and sat upon it. His countenance was light, like lightning and his raiment white as snow. And for fear of him, the keepers did shake and became as dead men. And the angel answered and said unto the woman, Fear not ye, for I know that you seek Jesus, which was crucified. He is not here. He is not here, for he is risen. <laughs> For he is risen, as he said. I want you to say this. He is risen. He is the risen Savior. And even, not only is he the risen Savior, not only did he go from the, from the cross to the grave, from the grave to the sky, not only did he do that, but he is coming back one day. Hallelujah. In Acts chapter 1, verse 11, it says, Ye men of Galilee, why stand ye gazing up into heaven? The same Jesus, which is taken up from you into heaven, shall also come in like manner as you have seen him go into heaven. So Jesus is coming back. That's good news. And even greater news is, is that because of his resurrection... We, be, it, while we're here on this earth, we don't have to drag ourselves until that time comes. We don't have to live a defeated life until that time comes. We, the Bible says that in Christ Jesus, we can live here on this earth ruling and reigning as priests and kings. Because he lives. Glory be to God. If that's good news to you, say hallelujah. I want to take some time this morning to talk to you about the resurrected Savior. The resurrected Savior. And what does is, what is that, his, his resurrection, mean to us individually? What does that mean to me individually? I want you to first this, say this to yourself. God loves me. And he does love you. And he's done a lot for each 
and every one of you. And I pray that as what you hear this morning, according to the word of the Lord, will stir you up to not just settle for anything, but for God's very best. Amen. You know, we have people that are in this place that if, if, if they would have, you know, just never encountered this resurrection power. If they had never encountered the resurrected Savior, they would have been destroyed. Their lives were headed towards destruction. I mean, if that's your testimony, say hallelujah. Not, I mean, not hallelujah, but say that's me, you know. Say hallelujah because though your life was headed down that way, the, pre the good news of the gospel was preached to you and you received it and your life was forever changed. Now, if your life was forever changed, say hallelujah. <laughs> praise the Lord. And that's why we praise him the way that we do. That's why we're, we, we're, we praise him unashamed. Amen. Because he's been good to us. The angel said, he is not here. He is risen. He is not here. He is risen. Jesus' resurrection is a mighty truth that the church has proclaimed, proclaimed throughout centuries. It's not old news. It's good news, fresh news. Amen. In Acts 4.10, they said over and over again, Throughout the word of the Lord, you crucified him, but God raised him from the dead. God raised him from the dead. And again and again, they got tired and they, they preached throughout Jesus, the resurrection of the dead. And it's important to know that Jesus is actually the first one, say the first one, that came out of the grave. That came out of the grave. In a glorified human body. He's the first one that came out of the grave in a glorified human body. Now other people had been raised from the dead and lived, you know, in their, in their mortal bodies. But Jesus is the first one who came out of the grave in a glorified body. And thank God that he did. Thank God that he is alive. Thank God that Jesus is the savior of the world. Hallelujah. He's not only the savior of the world, he can save anyone that whosoever will believe in him. He is available to whosoever believeth in him. Glory be to the name of the Lord. Jesus is not dead. And you don't got to watch a movie called God's Not Dead. You can experience his resurrection power this morning. Glory be to God. Jesus is alive. I want you to shout that Jesus is alive. And every believer, every believer is ordained to experience the resurrected life of Christ. Amen. And, and it has to do with your everyday life, not just uh, uh, we're going to heaven. Thank God. And we're in expectation for that day. But while we're here on this earth, every believer is ordained to experience and to walk in the, in the resurrection power of Jesus Christ, what he has provided for you and I. It's not good enough 
to know that Jesus saves. It's not good enough to know that he is powerful. You know, he is powerful, but he can be powerful in you and through you in the mighty name of Jesus. It'll make all the difference in your life. You know that not just that you know that he is almighty God, that he's done wonderful things, but it's, it's important to know that he's almighty God and he's done wonderful things for you. For you to receive, to be able to walk this life that God has paid a price to give you and I. And I'm telling you right now, it'll be the best life you'll ever encounter. Because you don't even know what it is to live until you have encountered the life of Jesus. You don't even know what it is life until you have encountered life himself. I'm not talking about religion. I'm not talking about a denomination. I'm talking about Jesus, the Savior of the world. Hallelujah. He is alive. And every believer is ordained to experience the power of his resurrection. And it has to become a reality on the inside of you it has to become a to you to you that's why he that has ears to hear let him hear what the spirit of the lord is saying that's why receive receive the word of the lord this morning some people think if only i was alive when jesus was here on earth if only you know if he was here if only i lived in those days my life will be different you know i thought the same thing at one point I thought that the same thing at one point until I discovered, I discovered that we are in a much better place. I discovered that we are in a much better place because Jesus said, it is better for you that I go. For if I go, I will send another. Another is not a different person. Another is not somebody else. Another is another of the same. Jesus said, it is better for me to go because if I go, I will send another. And that other of me is not only going to be with you. He's not only going to be around you. He's going to be with you, for you, and in you. <laughs> and I realized, glory. He lives and he lives in me. He lives and he lives in me. Glory. It changed my life. It took me from religion to relationship. It took me from knowing that God is not only with me. God is not only for me, but God is in me by his spirit. That is the secret that was revealed by the apostle Paul where he said, in, in Colossians 1.27, for God, uh, 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 he says that, the, the, that it was entrusted unto him. That this gift was for us two Gentiles. And this secret that God had entrusted him to reveal to the Gentiles was that Christ lives in you. Christ lives in you. And this gives you the assurance of sharing his glory. That Jesus lives on the inside of us by his spirit yes he's at the right hand of the father and he's ever lived to make intercession for us there is so much so much goodness that comes from the life of Jesus not only is he at the right hand of the father making intercession for you he took his rightful place but he lives in you by his spirit by his spirit and it, he changes lives. Amen. I want to share some things from that, that are benefits to you from 
the resurrection power of the Lord Jesus Christ that, that are going to empower you, I believe, this morning. The first thing I want to share is that the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ, this is very important, separates Jesus from all other religious leaders. The resurrection of Jesus separates him from all other religious religious leaders now you hear people say Muhammad was a great prophet people say this Muhammad was a great prophet so and so was a great prophet you know this this religious leader was great and in the same lines they want to put Jesus Jesus was a great prophet they go on and saying you know there's there's uh, uh, many ways to God there's many ways to God. And Jesus, you know, we don't, though we don't believe he was a son of God, we believe that he was a, a great religious teacher. And they think it's nice to put Jesus in the category of religious leaders. But I want you to know this morning that Jesus is more than a religious leader. And he's incomparable. You can't compare him. Because the empty tomb separates him from every other religious leaders. You can go to all the other religious leaders' tomb and their bodies there's, was the, is there. But Jesus, the tomb of Jesus is the only tomb that is empty. I love what somebody said and had a picture of the empty tomb and said even Jesus didn't believe in lockdowns. That's why there ain't no locking down in this house. We're going to go out and out and out until Jesus returns and preach the good news glad. Hallelujah. That Jesus is a savior of the world. Glory be to God. So Jesus, because there's so much uh, uh, deception, but that's not going to be your portion. You're not, you're not going to fall into that. Jesus is more than a religious leader. As a matter of fact, Jesus never even came to establish religion here on this earth. He never came to establish religion here on this earth. He came to make us alive. He came to make us alive. Glory be to God. He came to destroy the works of the devil. Ephesians 2.1 says, Once you were dead because of your disobedience and your many sins... And then in verse 5, it says that even though we were dead because of our sins, he gave us life when he raised Christ from the dead. He gave us life. Somebody shout life. life. Somebody shout life. life. He gave us life when he raised Christ from the dead. Oh, glory to God. And that life is life like you have not known it. That life is life like you have not known it. It is the Zoe life. What do you mean, Pastor Sandy, life like you have not known it? Well, you know what? I grew up in church. I went to church all my life. And I was, you know, uh, um, and even though I was going to church, I was, I, I felt like I was defeated. I felt like I didn't have any purpose. I felt like I would ask myself, is there more to life than this? 
I mean, you know, I'm going to church, I'm, you know, going to work, and it's like the same repetitive thing every day. And I thought, is there more to life just than, 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 than this? I feel like I was just existing. But let me tell you something. It's not just about going to church. You should be in the house of the Lord because the Lord established uh, uh, the, the house of the Lord. It's, but it's more than just that. It's more than just uh, being a nice person. It's a encountering. It's about encountering the life of Jesus. The life of Jesus that when he comes into your life, you don't just go to church. You don't just uh, do good things. It, it is a life that empowers you empowers you to live the life that he predestined for you to live it's a life that gives you purpose it's a life that empowers you to know man God loves me and I thought there was nothing for me to do but now I realize that God not only gave me his life but he gave me purpose he has a wonderful plan for my life and then you begin to discover the reason why you were feeling like that because you were focused on religion and then you got your eyes on Jesus and you realize there's so much more to life than what I was living there's so much more to life than what I was just living there's a joy that comes into your heart there's purpose that comes into your heart that you realize no wonder no wonder the devil was trying to take me out No wonder he didn't care if I was going to church. As long as I didn't have that encounter, as long as that truth of the life of Jesus, that Zoe life, didn't become a living reality on the inside of me. As long, you know, he was okay with just the enemy, with just me going to church and, and just sitting back as coming to church if I did God a little favor because I showed up in the house of the Lord and then go about my business being defeated. Let me tell you, when you encounter the resurrected power of Jesus Christ, the life of Jesus, your life is forever changed. If you discovered that life, I want you to say thank you, Jesus. Glory be to God. He gave us life when he raised Christ from the dead. Shout life. And people continue to say, well, you know, there's many religions in the world. Many religions in the world. There are many great religious leaders. And there are even many ways to God. If you only just be nice and be a good person, you have a lot of influencers deceiving people being used of the devil to deceive people but that's not your portion in the name of Jesus glory be to God I want you to know what the word of the Lord says in Romans 1 verses 1 through 4 it says Paul a servant of Jesus Christ called to be an apostle separated unto the gospel of God which he had promised afore by his prophets in the Holy Scriptures, concerning his son, Jesus Christ our Lord, which was made the seed of David according to the flesh, and declared to be the son of God with power. Listen to this. And declared to be the son of God with power. Say power. power. Say power. And declare to be the Son of God with power according to the Spirit of holiness 
by the resurrection of the dead. When God raised Jesus from the dead, he said, I want you to know he's not just another religious leader. He's not just another religious leader. No, no, no. He is the son of the living God. Glory be to God. He was declared the son of God with power according to the spirit of holiness by the resurrection from the dead. Thank God Jesus is alive. And because he lives, we live. The apostle Paul said, I've been crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, but Christ lives in me. And this life that I now live it, I live it having in the faith of the son of God who loved me and gave himself up for me. Somebody say, thank you, Jesus. Thank God he is alive. Glory. Thank God he is alive. He's the Messiah of the Jews. He's the Savior of the world. King of kings, Lord of lords, creator of heaven and earth. And he was declared to be the Son of God with power. Somebody say power. You know, they doubted him when he was on the earth. He healed the sick, they said. He cleansed the lepers. And they wondered about even when he raised people from the dead. Is he the son of God? Oh, he's the son of God and he is the savior of the world. Glory to God. They put him on the cross. They nailed him to the cross. They took him down and put him on the tomb. And many thought that proved that he was not the son of God. Even the devil thought, I got him. Got him. Because he died. They said, and then they said for a little bit only. They only had a little, they only had less than three days to talk what they wanted. They only had three days to think what they wanted. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Because his story did not end in the tomb. His story did not end in the grave. Three days later. Thank God. God raised him from the dead. He came out of the grave in a glorified human body. He came up from the grave. Glory to God. And because he lives, you live. He not only came out of the grave, the Bible says all authority, all power is given unto him in heaven and earth. He was declared to be the son of God with power. Jesus said, I am the way. I am the truth. And I am the life. And nobody comes to the father except by me. I don't care what no talk host show says. People can have their own twisted idea of things. I care what the word of the Lord says. And Jesus said, I am the way the truth, and the life. And nobody comes to the Father except through me. I'm here to tell you, when he comes into your life, for you, he will make a way where there is no way. For you, he will be light in the darkness. Woo! Glory to God. For you, what didn't used to happen to you, it will begin to answer and make way for you in the name of Jesus. Not by might, 
not by power, but by the Spirit of God, which is the resurrected Spirit of Jesus Christ living on the inside of you. Woo! Glory. How do you think people go from the top to the bottom? I mean, from the bottom to the top. How do you think people, you look at somebody and you think, hold up. Isn't this the one that used, they said that about the Apostle Paul. Isn't this the one that used to, you know, they were scared of him because they knew, they knew, they knew of him, but they didn't know that you knew him at the moment. And they did hurt, hear about it, but they couldn't believe it. You know, they couldn't believe it. They said, isn't this, is, is this the one that, that used to persecute Christians, consent to the killings of Christians? And you know, is this the one? And, 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 and the apostle Paul was like, I wrong no man. Like he knew my, he knew, he, <laughs> he knew within himself. This, this life in Christ had become such a living reality on the inside of him that he knew his old self was dead. His old self was crucified with Christ. And I know people say that about you. Is it, is, look, look at Victor over there. Isn't he the one like, you know, they're messaging on Facebook. Isn't he the one that like, you know what I'm saying? Like, man, like, you know, he just got out of prison. Like he was like, it was, was never supposed to come out, but man, he's never, you know, done anything with his life. And, and, you know, he's supposed to, you know, he's failed at everything. And, you know, isn't that the Victor that, what, what was going on with Victor? Have you heard anything about him? I'm just using Victor because he testified on Wednesday. Is, isn't that, I mean, I'm sure some of his family members that are here thought that about him and look where they're sitting now. <laughs> I love y'all. Machete. Where's Juan, by the way? Atlanta. Isn't, isn't, isn't that, 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 that the victor, you know what I'm saying? Went to prison for murder, was never supposed to come out. Did 15 plus years, but then he got out and they, they were waiting for him to fail at it again to go straight back into prison. Isn't that the victor? Isn't this, this, you know, it, but, but, but hold up, what's going on? Because, oh, look, he's trying to look for God because, you know, he, mu he must need something. He must have caught a case again. He's at the church house. You know, talking is good because that means they're watching. And we're, we're witnesses. We're witnesses of the resurrection power of Jesus Christ that only Jesus can do what he does. And then they think, you know, and then they, they, they look at Victor and they're like, oh, he's still going to church. Can you believe that? He hasn't dropped out yet. He hasn't dropped out. He's still going to church. Wait a minute. He got him a wife. Man, and he got her at the church house. She, he didn't get her at the club. What? They both going to church together. Wait a minute. Because of his record, he ain't never going to find a job. They're going to he ain't never going to make it. He ain't never going to find a job. He's a felon. Never going to find a job. Wait a minute. Did you see Victor? He got a job. Not just any job, man. He's making money like if he went to college. Well, not these days, but like he's making many like he's been a, pro a professional all his life. What's really going on? And they, they can't point it out yet. 
but they're about to get there. Wait, he got a job, man. That, all right, that's, you know, then they, then they change. Oh, man, that's good. We're happy for him. We're happy for him. You know what I'm saying? He got a job. Wait a minute. You see the truck he's driving? Wait a minute. He's not even paying for that truck. That's a, the company's paying for that truck. And they're paying for his gas. You see, you see Victor over there eating steak all the time? That, that, that guy didn't even have money to go to the taco bus. He's over there. He, he was eating steak the other day, man. And he ate it like during the week, like, like three times a week. What's really going on, man? Dang. And then they almost, they want to call you, but they don't because people get prideful. You know what I'm saying? And then they're like, man, he got to pay for his gas. Man, that's awesome. What, you know, and, 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 and then they, they, they you know, they just, they, they begin to see. They begin to see. And then they finally have the courage. What's going on, Victor? What's going on, man? You're not supposed to never do nothing with your life. Huh? Come here, Victor. I should have just, I should have just let you tell us in the beginning because what, what the Lord do for you? Uh. This is what the resurrection power of Jesus Christ is all about. It ain't about religion. Uh, glory, glory to God. All the glory goes to God. All the glory goes to God. Look, man. I, Tell him I, what I he just, did. Look, he br- I, I, born and raised in the project, single, single parent, you know, uh, slang and dope when I was 12, 13, got tried as an, as, a, as an adult from a juvenile sent to the prison system. You know, I was there and they told me you ain't going to make it. There's no way you're going to make it. Against, against, against those kind of odds, you know, God, God has showed me favor when I, when I thought I was in prison all them years fighting, rioting, doing, doing it all, causing chaos, corruption, breaking fools, watching people getting hurt, everything, you know, made my heart stony, stony. Y'all see me crying now because God has restored my heart. He gave me a heart to feel now, you know. Where it was once death, now there's life, you know, and God's just using me. You know, he's just using me. I'm, that's all I am. I'm just a vessel. I'm just something that he's using as a display for his glory, you know, that anybody can, anybody can do it, man. I'm from the projects, you know. You're never supposed to work at his I job. was not supposed to make it. They told me, they told me, man, you're not going to make it. You can't make it, man. You know what? I got my, my college degree when I was in, my degree when I was in prison, you know. Uh, and I'm out here and I'm still making it. I'm maintaining. Not me. Not me. It was never, every, every time, every chance I get it. And when I look back, it's like, man, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. God had a favor because he knew this day right here would come. He knew it. He's seen it. He's like, I'm going to preserve you, son. I'm going to preserve you. He brought me out of prison. Look, I didn't get stabbed. I didn't get raped. I didn't get my head busted or nothing like that. You know why? Not because of my strength, because God gave me mercy and grace in that time for a moment like this, man. For a moment like this, and I'm thankful, and I'm grateful, man, and God is just using me. But look, have faith, and our pastors preach it all the time. Come here Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday, and my brother's right here, man, that uplifted me, kept me going. All of y'all, man, 
all of y'all when I was down and out. They kept they kept sending me messages, man. They kept calling me, hey, come to this study, come to this meal. And I was coming, I was hungry. I was like, God, man, I know you got something for me. I know you do. And all I got to do is just do my part, man, just do my part. And I did it. I was here, man, and here I am. I'm married. I got baptized here i got married here i just finished a disciple class here when i soul saver man and god's just using me man i'm just i'm just somebody from the projects you know i come from the bottom i come from the bottom and here i am you know i'm in front of you guys and and i love this church and anything i say it all it's always going to go back to god it's always going to go back to his glory because he did it he provided and he's providing Glory. Come on, give Jesus some praise. Got his family here. Praise the name of the Lord. Woo! God is not a respecter of person. Amen. Glory. And we can go down the line. How? One answer. Jesus. I made up my mind this was not going to be a place full of religion. This was not going to be a, a place where we're just going to come here and sing Kumbaya and then just leave out of here, leave defeated by the devil. No, greater is he that is in us than he that is of this world. There is power in a life that's lived in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Give Jesus one more praise. It's just the beginning, just the beginning. He was declared to be the son of God with power. Say power. Power. Hallelujah. With him, you don't get religion, you get relationship. We were once far away, but now by the blood of Jesus, because God loved us so much that he gave us his one and only son, that whoever believed in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. Now, because of the blood of Jesus and because of his resurrection, we're no longer strangers just going about our own way. Now we have been drawn near to the Father. Amen. And we can experience a life that you could never get anywhere else. No relationship, no drug, no nothing can satisfy you like Jesus can. Nothing can complete you. Like only Jesus can. Hallelujah. You'll come to a point, if you haven't come to a point this, uh, uh, until now, that everything you're looking for is found in Christ. And even Jesus said himself, without me, you can do nothing. But you know what? You get to a point in your life where you realize, I not, I only, I not only know that without him I can do nothing. I don't even want to think about doing anything without him. If you agree, say Hallelujah. Glory to God. So Jesus didn't come. He can't be compared. He can't be compared. There is no comparison. You know, other religion leaders want you to give up their lives for them. But Jesus gave his life for you. Hallelujah. He's wonderful. Now the other thing is because of his resurrection, we have eternal life. We will never taste death Because of his resurrection, we have eternal life. We will never taste death. Glory to God. 
in Hebrews 2, the Apostle Paul said by, that, by, by, um, that he, by the grace of God, should taste death for every man. If you were here on, on Good Friday, the Bible says that, you know, uh, by the stripes of Jesus, we are healed and we are made whole. Amen. And, and, that, and, 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 and I was sharing with you that not only did Jesus taste death for you, he tasted death for you so that you can not only live, but live your, fulfill your days here on this earth. That means that anything, not, you will not only not taste death, but you will live out your days here on this earth. You will fulfill God's plan for your life. And anything that tries to come and take you out before your time will not because of the blood of Jesus and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. If you dare to believe, it would be unto you so in Jesus' mighty name. You are not permitted when you put your faith in him, when you believe and it becomes a reality to you that Jesus tasted death for you, that he says that the numbers of your days, you will be, they will be fulfilled. Then you can rest assured that you will live and not die and declare the goodness of God, that you don't have to fear what man can do to you, that even though the enemy comes like a flood, the spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard against him. It doesn't matter what the enemy is plotting against you what matters is that if God before you who dare be against you greater is he that is in you than he that is of this world hallelujah the Bible says that the wages of sin is death but Christ Jesus not only died but he took our place as sinners and in return he gave us his righteousness when you give your life to Jesus you're no longer a sinner and death is no longer your payment he died the death of a criminal to pay a price for a crime that he did not commit it was our crime that nailed him to the cross and we are forever thankful that he took our sinful life and he gave us his righteousness and we can forever live to glorify his name. We're no longer sinners. Don't ever call yourself. If you, if you are a sinner, repent and receive his righteousness. Turn from your wicked ways and turn to him. And let him take your sin and forgive you and cleanse you and wash you in his blood. And in return, receive his righteousness, his life. And you'll never have to taste death. You'll have eternal life. Glory be to God. When we receive him as our Lord and our Savior. And if you're here this morning and you've never given your life to Jesus, today is going to be the day that you make the most important decision to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Because I'm going to, I'm going to give you that opportunity before uh, uh, the service is over. What a, what, there's, what a great day to make the most important decision that you'll ever make. And that's receive forgiveness of your sin and make, confess Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of your life. Be able to receive this life that you're hearing about this morning. If God did it for one, I want you to hear me out this morning. God has a, a plan for your life and he loves you. Hallelujah. When we receive him into our lives, his life is infused on the inside of us. His life is infused on the inside of us. We are reborn of the Spirit of God. In John 10.10, 10, the Bible says, Satan comes not but to kill, to steal, and to destroy. But Jesus said, Jesus said, 
I've come that you might have life. Life. That's eternal life. Amen. I've come that you might have my life, Jesus said. Life like you've never known it. Glory be to God. That's the Zoe life. When you receive him into your life, he puts his life on the inside of you. He puts his life on the inside of you. He rips out that stony heart and he puts his spirit on the inside of you. He gives you a new spirit, a new heart that cries out for him, Abba, Father. He takes that stony heart and he puts, gives you a heart that cries out for him, a, a heart that is no longer hard, a heart that is no longer bitter, a heart that is no longer uh, uh, crushed. He gives you his life. Now, when you couldn't forgive, you forgive. When you couldn't love, you love. You, can't, you don't even totally can comprehend it in your natural mind, but the Spirit of the Lord helps you because you realize it's His life in me that allows me to do what I could never do. Even love. That's why we're the power of love. And how do you know that you've, the Bible says, how do you know that you've gone from darkness to light? For the very fact that you can love the brethren. Some of you used to be enemies here. If you've seen each other back then in the past, you want to kill each other. And now you're at the altar worshiping together the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. True story. True story. Some people here back in the days, don't cross the line, bud. Now they didn't use the word buddy. But what happened? Jesus transformed hearts. Jesus did what only Jesus could do. Transform a heart. A heart. Yeah, Satan's plan was to keep you, to destroy you eventually. Eternal hell. Eternal hell. Steal from you and kill from you. You got to get to the point that you say enough is enough. Enough is enough. Choose Jesus. Jesus said, I've come that you might have life. Life like you've never known it. Life here on this earth. The Zoe life here on this earth and then eternal life. I quoted you already, John 3, 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever. Listen, people, precious people. Whosoever. Whosoever. It doesn't matter who you are, where you come from, what you've done, even on your way up here whosoever believe it in him should not perish but have everlasting life the thing that the enemy wanted you, you, you to do was perish but Jesus came said you don't have to perish you don't have to be destroyed you don't have to live that life of repetitive failure you don't have to live under the curse the Bible says that Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law because he became a curse for us when he hung on that cross so that the blessing of Abraham will come upon the Gentiles glory be to God so that you will not perish but have everlasting life you're one decision away from living your best life and if you think you're living your best life without Jesus it's just a matter of time before you discovered this is not the way I must go to Jesus 
today you're going to Jesus. Glory be to God. Oh, hallelujah. Because of his resurrection, we'll have eternal life. For those that believe, you will never taste death. The apostle Paul said, oh, death, where is your sting? Oh, death, where is your sting? We don't have to fear death. We will never die. We will pass on unto our heavenly home. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. We have not been born from corruptible, but we have been born from the incorruptible seed of the word of the living God. The grass withers, the flowers fade, but the word of the Lord remains forever. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. When you have Jesus, you have eternal life. You have eternal life. And how do you receive him? Romans 10, verses 9 and 10. It says, hallelujah, that if you shall confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and shall believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. For with the heart men believe it unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. You must believe that God raised him from the dead. Did God raise Jesus from the dead? Yes, he did. And he forever lives in the name of Jesus Christ. In Ephesians 1:19, verse 22, it says, well, last and not least, and then I'm going to pray. The resurrection of Jesus sets his people in a place of authority. The resurrection of, of Jesus sets his people in a place of authority. I want you to say authority. authority. The most strongest, influential uh, people on this earth is the people of God. Should be the people of God. And, and I believe that, you know, uh, uh, as, as, as the day is drawing near, as we see in all this shaking take place, I believe that what is, what it, what is not uh, uh, going to remain is not going to remain. But what is going to remain is going to be the people of God. The people of God that God has separated for himself for such a time as this. And I believe that you have been one of the chosen one of the chosen for such a time as this. I want to tell you, you were not born at the wrong time. You were not born at the wrong time. You were not born in the wrong season. You have been born for such a time as this. The Bible says that God knew you before you were even born. He knew you before you were even born. And he, and he has a wonderful plan for your life. The people of God are people of authority because of the resurrection power of Jesus Christ. In Ephesians 1, 19 and through 22, and it says, And what is the exceeding greatness? This was a prayer of the Apostle Paul to the Ephesian church and for us. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power towards us who believe? According to the working of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him as his own right hand in heavenly places. He wanted to become uh, real in us. The, the power that is available to those that believe in Christ Jesus. 
And then he says, far above all principalities, all power and might and dominion. And every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come. And had put all things, say all things, under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things. To who? To the church. Oh, hallelujah. That you may know the exceeding greatness of his power towards us who believe according to the working of his mighty power which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in heavenly places putting him far above all principalities and powers and might and dominion and every name that is named not only in this world but also in that which is to come and had put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church oh hallelujah he wants you to know the exceeding greatness of his power to those that believe the, the bible says that the same power say same power that rose christ from the dead lives on the inside of you what does that mean to you people of God that means that anything you see the grave represents deadness the grave represents dryness the grave represents bad smell the grave represents no hope everything that was good was it, it, the grave is something that is sealed after it's said and done why because everything that is intended to go in there is not intended to come out but I'm here to tell you if there's anything in your life that they counted you out they counted you low and they said there's no hope there is nothing that can be done it's as good as dead I want to tell you what Jesus said to his people didn't I tell you that if you only believe you will see the glory of God I'm here to tell you that yeah maybe it was a uh, it's a fact that it, it, you're facing an impossibility or what is happening in your life seems like there is no hope but I'm here to tell you when the resurrection the same power that rose Christ from the dead lives on the inside of you it doesn't matter what not what's not supposed to happen to you now not because of you but because of what you are carrying it's about burst open it's about to come out of the grave it's about to happen for you in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus that resurrection power has reversible power that resurrection power has reversible power what do you mean whatever the enemy cost in your life Whatever is happening in your life that you haven't been able to kick off or get rid of or whatever harassment is upon your life, whatever report the doctor told you, whatever was said about your children, whatever was said about your, 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 your business, whatever was said about your situation, about your health, about your future today, I'm here to tell you, if, I, if you grab a hold of the resurrection power of Jesus Christ, it has the enough power and more to make and bring your situation back to life in the mighty name of Jesus. 
Hallelujah. That's why he said that you may know the exceeding greatness of his power. That same power that rose Christ from the dead lives in you. Say, it lives in me. When Jesus was raised from the dead, he was raised far above all principalities, all powers, all darkness. And he was raised for us. He was raised for us. And then Jesus said to his disciples, and this is what he says to you as well. All power, all authority in heaven and earth is given to me. Now you go. Now you go in this power. Now you go in this authority and set the captives free. Hallelujah. There's nothing that the enemy has done upon your life that the resurrection power of Jesus having become a, a reality in your life will turn it around in a, in a minute, in, in a second, glory to God, in the name of Jesus. If you believe that, say amen. Jesus delegated that authority and, the, and that power to the church, to the believer. Are you, are you hearing me this morning? Worship team, come up here. This power was delegated to the church. All power, all authority in heaven and earth was given to Jesus. And then for the benefit of the church, it's for you. He was raised for you so that you can be raised in power and authority. The Bible also says that we are seated in heavenly places far above in Christ Jesus you are, you have been given a place of authority. I want you to say authority. authority. You might say, or you might, you might just say to yourself, well, why, why am I going through this? Why doesn't God do something about my situation? Doesn't God know what the devil is doing in my life? Doesn't God know what, what the enemy, all the chaos the enemy is causing in my life? I'm here to tell you right now that God has done all he's ever going to do about the devil. And he did it on the cross in the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. And now he's giving you authority. You know, I love it so much that whenever Jesus sent out the, the disciples, go uh, 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 heal the sick, you know, cast out devils. And they went, right? And they came back. The Bible says rejoicing. They came back rejoicing. They said, Jesus, even the devils are subject to us. They obey us. And Jesus said, Pfft. well, that's my translation. He was like, you rejoice because the, 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 the devils obey you? He says, of course they do. I saw Satan fall like a lightning from heaven. He said, of course they're going to obey you. I saw him fall from, from heaven. He said, don't rejoice because devil obey you. It's almost saying like, that's the least of it. Rejoice because your names are written in the Lamb's book of life. Rejoice because your names are recorded in heaven. I want you to say this. I have a heavenly backup. Heaven backs you up. Hallelujah. Why, why then? Why the people? I'm talking to Christians. They blame the devil for everything. When you have power, you have authority. Brother Kenneth Hagin said that one time Jesus appeared unto him 
and he was talking to him and then he was giving him instructions uh, uh, and, and, and he was listening to everything that Jesus was saying and all of a, all of a sudden, see all of a sudden, just like the devil, uh, 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 there was like a creature and it looked like a, it was, it was like an like a, a ugly creature that stood between him and Jesus. Stood between him and Jesus. It was hairy. It was ugly, he said. It was like an animal creature that, was, that stood in front of him and Jesus. He said, I could see Jesus, but I couldn't hear him. I can see Jesus, but I couldn't hear him because the, this creature was making this ugly, squeaky, something like yakity, 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 yakity. I mean, I'm sure it didn't sound as, I'm, I don't sound as ugly as that creature, but to that effect, like yakity, 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 you know? And then he said he was getting frustrated. Your frustration's about to end this morning. Hallelujah. Yakity, yakity. And he was like getting frustrated. And he was like trying to look at, look at Jesus, what he was saying, because he wanted to capture every word. Just like Jesus wants you to capture everything he has for you. Yakity, 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 yakity. And then he said he went from frustrated to mad. He got mad because then he was like, why isn't Jesus doing anything? Why isn't Jesus like telling, you know, getting rid of him? And Jesus just kept talking undisturbed. And the animal, yakety, 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 in between them, yakety. And finally he said, in Jesus' name, Kenneth Hagin said, he said he got frustrated and angry because Jesus wouldn't do nothing. So he rose on the inside of him and said, in Jesus' name. And he said, that thing just went, and just seeing him run with terror out the window. And, Kenneth Hagin, and, and the man said, Kenneth Hagin said, Jesus, what? why didn't you say nothing? Why didn't you do nothing? Jesus said, I couldn't. He said, all power, all authority was given to me and I gave it to you. He said, you have power. You have authority to put every devil to flight. I tell you this morning in Christ Jesus, you have power. You have authority in the name of Jesus to put a stop at and, and in the end to every frustration in your life. All you got to do is rise up in the power that has been invested in you in Christ Jesus. You know, the Bible says in 1 John 3, for this reason was the Son of God manifested to destroy destroy the works of the devil they have the works of the devil over your life have been destroyed you have to rise up you have to know what belongs to you you have to begin to open your mouth in faith and in authority and resist the devil and the bible says and he he is gonna flee from you he's had you too long in a run but today in the name of jesus you're gonna receive the empowerment that the last time he may put you on a run will be the last time you'll ever run. He'll have to run every time he even hears that you're stepping out of your bed. I'm glad Perlita believed that. Your days of defeat don't have to continue. God is not moved by crying. God is not moved, not even by what's happening in your life. He's compassionate, but he knows that he's given you everything in Christ Jesus. You, you, you'll ever need to get over on top. Hallelujah. 
Glory to God. Oh, somebody say, thank you, Jesus. God has done all he will do about him. Listen to what happened, and then I'm going to pray. Are you glad you came to church this morning? Hallelujah. It says in Colossians 2, 14 and 15, he canceled the record of the charges against us and took it away and nailed it to the cross. In this way, in this way, he disarmed. He disarmed. That means he, he disarmed. What does disarm means? He did away with. If you're standing with a weapon right now, and Jesus came and said, thank you very much. Hand it over. He disarmed the spiritual rulers and authorities. He shamed them publicly by his victory over them on the cross. Not only did he disarm spiritual rulers and authority, he shamed them publicly by his victory on the cross. Now you have to rise up. You have to rise up in authority and in strength that has been invested in you by Christ Jesus. I want to read this to you and then I'm going to pray. Glory be to God. I love this right here. And it's found in glory to God. Isaiah 60 verse 1. And I like it in the Amplified Classic. Arise. Listen to me. Arise. And shine. But the Amplified says, arise from the depression. You don't got to stay down. You don't have to stay depressed. Jesus Christ bore our, our depression. He bore our sickness. He bore our pains. He took it upon himself on that cross so that you can be free. So instead of, he says he gives us beauty for ashes. The Bible says that weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. That means whatever has caused you to weep and cry and kept you under, this morning is your morning to rise. To rise in the name of Jesus. Arise from the depression and prostration. Listen, in which circumstances have kept you. No more. Arise from the depression and prostration in which circumstances have kept you. You know, with this life in Christ, what used to keep you down back then won't keep you down anymore. It is the most wonderful things. You know, because you know, the Bible never says that you're never going to not go through things. In this world, you will have trials and tribulations. But Jesus said, be a good cheer, for I have overcome the world. Yeah, many of the afflictions of the, of the righteousness, but the Lord will deliver you out of them all. It's scripture to go through challenges, but it's not scriptural to be defeated. Why? Because Jesus Christ 
overcame. Jesus Christ conquered to make you more than a conqueror. And more than a conqueror is your portion in the name of Jesus. Arise from the depression and the prostration in which circumstances have kept you. What used to keep you indoors for three days, you used to just stay back there in the dark, just no more. No more. You realize that's a tactic of the enemy that wanted to take me from depression to oppression. But the joy of the Lord is your strength. Hallelujah. When, the, when, you are, 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 when, when he wants to hold you back, no more, no more. Those days are over. He can't keep me back. He can't keep me down. I done got up and I'm staying up by the power of Jesus Christ. Amen. We owe it to him. We owe it to Jesus to live the life that he died to give us and rose from the dead. Arise from the depression and the prostration in which circumstances have kept you. Rise to new life. Say new life. Shine. Be radiant with the glory of the Lord for your light has come and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. Behold, darkness shall cover the earth and dense darkness all people, but the Lord shall arise upon you, O Jerusalem, and his glory shall be seen in you. His glory shall be seen in you. You, all power, all authority has been given to Christ Jesus for the benefit of the church, and that is you. In the name of Jesus, I want to pray tonight, this morning. I want to pray. Are you glad you came? Have you received something this morning? Isn't the Lord good? 